0: Women's Psalms Podcast. I'm your host, Svea Mary, and before we get into today's episode, I'd like to check in with you about how reading through the Psalms is going. Are you keeping up with the reading plan? In case you've only just joined us and don't even know what I'm talking about, we have a reading plan that's pacing us through reading all of the Psalms over the 10 weeks of this study. And if you'd like to find that, you can find the reading plan in the study guide PDF on this episode's page at autumnridge.church. But for those of us who have been going through reading the Psalms, we're seven weeks into this 10-week journey, and it has been great hearing from several of you about how meaningful the Psalms have been in this unique time of life. Many of you have told me about how the Psalms have been speaking to your heart and unlocked truths about God that you'd never seen before. And I've loved hearing many of you say that you found great value in making daily time for God's Word and that what you've experienced in the Psalms has really energized your spiritual life. If you have a story that you'd like to share with us about what the Psalms have been meaning to you, we would love for you to email us at women at autumnridgechurch.org. If, though, you are hitting that classic seven-week point when you might be needing a little bit of encouragement to keep going with your reading, today's episode may be especially helpful for you. Our topic today may be just that fresh shot of enthusiasm for reading the Psalms and engaging with them in a new way. Today, we are joined by someone who has made a practice of not only reading and reflecting on the Psalms but rewriting them in her own words as an expression of applying these beautiful scriptures to her life. Today, we are blessed to have Susan Rowland with us. Besides being the lovely wife to our missions pastor, Woody Rowland, Susan spent much of her adult life with him as a missionary in South and Central America, and now ministers through her medical talents as an RN. Sue, thank you so much for joining us today to share about the value that you found in paraphrasing the Psalms. All right. Thank you so
1: much for having me. I've been really enjoying the Psalm podcast so far, so
0: I hope that today is going to be a blessing as well. Oh, I have no doubt that it will be. Thank you. I'm also delighted to have Julie Fisher back with us for this discussion. Julie, thank you for being here as well. Nice to be here. Sue, I thought maybe we could start by you telling us a little bit about what it was that got you into paraphrasing the Psalms.
1: Well, I actually started right after the start of the pandemic, mm. um, feeling like, you know, our lives had just been turned upside down. Mm-hmm. My mom had actually just died a few weeks before that. So I was like, in personal turmoil and Mm. then the whole world kind of went into chaos Mm -hmm. and trying to make sense of life was difficult and i decided you know i think one way to kind of ground myself would be to read the psalms and apply them to our actual current situation in the world so Mm -hmm. it's you know we've never faced. Such times of uncertainty and fear, and to kind of put that in divine perspective.
0: Yeah, I love that, and, and that's something we've seen in multiple episodes of this podcast. We've seen how the Psalms really provide a beautiful place in Scripture for us to go when we're feeling those kinds of those days of fear and uncertainty. So, what it, it was the those kind of feelings that first drew you to wanting to paraphrase? yeah them. and as a
1: as a follower of Jesus, I wanted to try to put those things in a perspective based on truth and God's perspective in things because, um you know, I don't want to live out my life in fear. I want to live out my life in faith and trust and
2: not be shaken by the circumstances around me. Mm. Sue, I really am curious about this. can we can we read an example of what you've done?
1: yeah. yeah. Could you help me?
2: Yeah, sure. Be glad <laughs> All right. to.
1: So I I was working on Psalm 33 this morning. Psalm
2: I'd, 33. All right. So
1: um, I'd actually paraphrased the first few verses um, the day before, but this morning I was working on verses 4 to 7. So maybe you could read just verse 4. Sure. And I'll read you my own thoughts oh, about it. Oh, that'll
2: be fun. I think this will be helpful. Okay. Psalm 33, verse 4. For the word of the Lord is upright, and all his work is done in faithfulness. Okay,
1: so who can we trust in these days? It's hard to know. Polls show what percent of people trust our president or Joe Biden or Dr. Fauci. But one thing is for sure. We can put 100% trust in your word and your work, Mm. oh God.
2: Oh, that is really good
1: and number verse five
2: he loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of the steadfast love of the Lord.
1: Who has good motives? Mayo clinic doctors or nurses like me, politicians? I cannot judge anyone's motives but my own. Oh, wait, I can judge your motives, God, because they are a hundred percent righteous loving, and just. My love, I confess, has its limits. Your love, on the other hand, fills the whole earth. And then verses 6 and 7.
2: By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made, and by the breath of his mouth, all their host. He gathers the waters of the sea as a heap. He puts the deeps in storehouses.
1: Okay, you'll see how much I stretch this. Oh, well, Uh, go for it,
2: Sue. Okay, if
1: I could take a poll of the most powerful and influential players in today's world, I wonder who would come out on top. But take the top 10 contenders for Time's Person of the Year and see how many people stand in awe of any of them. Yet all inhabitants of the earth would stand in awe of you, God. Xi, Ping, Trump. Putin and Bill Gates pale next to the one whose very breath creates heaven and its angels. I love the message phrasing. He breathed the word and the stars popped out. Mm. He scooped sea into his jug, put ocean in his keg. Now that's a powerful and influential player.
2: <laughs> so, Sue, it's interesting when you're used this as an example. Because you're not really paraphrasing. This is even different than paraphrasing. You're not just writing like a a modern version. You're really personalizing this.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm personalizing it. I'm doing it in my own personal perspective. And then also what's happening in our country, what's happening in the world, and tying in Like my past experiences and memories
2: and No, what do you mean by that? Your past experiences and memories. Give me an example of that too. Not maybe not in your writings, but what what do you mean?
1: Okay, so like my years two thousand ten to two thousand fourteen were years of physical pain, emotional pain, spiritual dryness, searching for God. Kind of
2: blah years
1: really bad years, like really bad years. And so sometimes I kind of just shove them off in the corner because I don't really want to remember them. But then when I'm reading the Psalms, it's like I can take pieces of that and actually process them in terms of what God's Word is saying.
2: Sounds like good counseling advice. Actually,
1: yeah, it's really good counseling advice. You know, sometimes we need a physical person counselor, but I've felt like this experience has kind of given me God as my counselor too in that, you know, he can pull together present and past and have it be come out making sense.
2: I also noticed in one of the verses you used mayo as one of your illustrations because that's where you work, correct? Right. So you could totally connect with that then. That's yeah. what you think about.
1: Yeah, that's what I think about and that's one of the things why the pandemic, you know, being a nurse and working kind of on the front lines, it it puts things in a different perspective. I yeah.
2: really like that. It seems very easy for anybody to do what you're doing. Now, maybe it's not, but it doesn't seem like as hard as like paraphrasing the Bible. That seems like, oh, I could never do that. But you know what? I could think about my everyday life and put it into these words.
1: I think most people could. You know, you can just try to really dig into what the Psalm is saying and think about, you know, we've talked about emotions your own emotions, how that ties in and why you're feeling the way you are. So, um, But then, you know, when I first started doing this, I challenged a really good friend of mine to do it as well, and she was like, I can't do that. Hmm. And I'm like, yes, you can. And then I realized, well, that's kind of not her way of doing things, expressing things. So it's not like everybody has to do it this way, but I feel like it... It is a a good thing to at least try doing, um, and you don't have to do it like I do it, but we all have our own circumstances that we're trying to process, and it's really good to take them to God's feet and God's truth.
0: Yeah, it does seem like this is a great tool for being able to process life through the lens of Scripture. What are some other benefits that you've discovered as you've spent this time reflecting through the Psalms? Well,
1: that's That's been one big benefit. Um, a side benefit has been that I've posted a bunch of them on my Facebook page, and a lot of people have been reading them and following them, and I even get comments at work, and I'll think, what What are you talking about? <laughs> and um, they'll say, like the psalm you put on Facebook today, and i go, you read that? <laughs> so um, that's been kind of a good way to be able to talk about God's word with people that generally I would never mm. be able to talk about God's mm-hmm. God's truths and it's just really made God's word fresh to me again because coming through those difficult years I felt like I came out of them not stronger but weaker and not spiritually like more connected with God but actually feeling more distant mm. And I know I've read God's Word a lot, and I would read it, and it would just be like, yeah, I've read this before. Mm-hmm. And doing this has just made God's Word be fresh to me
2: again. So mm-hmm. that's been a, a really good benefit. That's You're beautiful. not doing huge portions, are you? Like, you aren't taking five psalms and doing this every morning.
1: No, I pretty much start out— I. At first I did, like, one psalm here, and I picked a different psalm somewhere else, and then I went back and I started all over again from Psalm 1. And I start out reading, like, Psalm 1, and then I start the beginning, and I might get one verse done, or I might do 10 verses, you know. I never know how far I'll go, but I just You know when
2: you're done, though.
1: Yeah, I just ponder it till till I... Come up with something from it. And, and
2: I would assume this helps you remember the Psalms better than if you were just reading the Psalms.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So, like, if I, say, ta- take read Psalm 1 through 5 in the morning, then I go to work, and I work my whole day, and I leave work. And I'll go, "What did I read this morning?" <laughs> you know because like I, I really I know I, I really appreciated it, but I don't remember right what I read. So this way, it's a lot of it, it personalizes it so much that it tends to come back to me throughout my day, which is something that I've always struggled to try to have God's Word stick with me through my day.
0: Do you find that the actual verses stick with you more, or is it more what you've the insights that you've gained through kind of processing them, or maybe both?
1: Yeah, yeah, it depends because um, we've talked about memorizing, and there are some of the psalms that I've memorized or verses that I've memorized, and so then sometimes it will um, stick an actual verse with me, but a lot of times it will just be kind of the the basis of the thought you know, like the like I was talking about taking a poll, um, what the polls show. And so that will stick in my mind or somebody will say something about a poll, you know, what the polls show and I go, Oh yeah, that's what I was thinking about this morning when I was reading Psalm thirty three. So mm-hmm. it kind of uh, applying it actually brings it out sure through my life and day.
0: So last, you mentioned that you got into this when we all kind of started navigating our way through this crazy pandemic era. And, uh, and some women, but not all, may not be aware that you put together a booklet of some of your psalms, you call them your COVID psalms, um, that's available um, for women if they're curious to see that. Christos Book Center has copies of these booklets that you're selling for only $5, which is a, a sweet thing. Um, so if, if you're interested in seeing some of Sue Rowland's work, they're uh, available for you there. Um, But is this uh, a practice that you're hoping to use as a tool to share with other people, or has it largely been something you've been wanting to do for your own personal benefit?
1: I've been doing it more for my own personal benefit. I I did kind of self-publish that first little booklet, and I'm not sure I'll do anything with the rest of it, but I'm just working my way through, like I've gotten to Psalm 33 so far,
0: all the way from, from 1 to 33? From
1: 1 to 33. In mm-hmm. fact, I've got a book here in front of me, my journal, and most of it, I, I don't know how many pages do you think that is.
0: Well, it looks like a good um,
1: 100 pages or so. <laughs> probably 100 pages for 33 songs. Do we have
2: time to read a couple more verses from like Psalm 33? Would that work, Fea? Absolutely, if she would like to. Is that okay? The What, the first ones? Sure. Okay. So I'll read Psalm 33? Yeah, just one through three. One through three. Oh, I would love to hear some more. This is great. Psalm 33, one through three. Shout for joy in the Lord, O you righteous. Praise befits the upright. Give thanks to the Lord with the lyre. Make melody to him with the harp of ten strings. Sing to him a new song. Play skillfully on the strings with loud shouts.
1: Okay, here we go. (laughs) Wow, God, this psalm is so encouraging in times like these. 2020 is a year that will go down in history. God, this morning I refuse to let life get me down, so I'll call to myself and then ask everyone else to join me and stand on my Lanesboro hilltop and shout for joy in the Lord. We can experience joy in the Lord as we shout in the midst of messy times. Just like my land's end squall jacket befits today's weather, so does praise befit God's people. Mm-hmm. I join the Autumn Ridge Church Praise Band as I sing in my cozy den, listening online to Facebook live streaming. I like the old songs and do my best to follow the great lyrics Molly and Karen sing with a new song, even without the lyrics my heart resonates praise with the strings drums and keyboard being skillfully played no one will notice if i sing loudly and a little out of tune trying to harmonize
2: <laughs> that is so good sue it's Thank kind of you. fun that is very very mix kind of word Fun.
0: Yes, very much so. You know, it strikes me as being a really fun twist on keeping a diary. You're recording your thoughts of what you're doing day by day as the the scriptures kind of trigger what are the things that you want to remember about this chapter of life. And what a neat tool that is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if someone is hearing this and they're really excited about this idea, how would you recommend that someone might get started themselves? I I know you said it's not necessarily for everyone. It might connect with some people more than others. But but what encouragement or advice would you give to someone who would like to try this too?
1: I think if you're not super familiar with reading the Bible— there's different versions out there and there are ones that are actual paraphrases, you know, like Julie you said, it's not really a paraphrase. It's more paraphrase is like putting it that what's actually said in your own words. And there's paraphrases out there that can help kind of jumpstart. Mm-hmm. Like like I was reading that one portion out of the message, which is a paraphrase. And um, you know, so it kind of gives you an an idea of. Getting, getting started. Mm-hmm.
2: But it seems like you're taking the theme, like those verses that we just read. You took the theme, and then you incorporated and thought, how can I praise God right now, this today, what I'm doing today, I liked that.
1: Yeah, you know, a lot of times, you know, I start my day, I don't really feel like shouting for joy. Yeah,
2: very few of us do. And,
1: <laughs> um, you know, you go like, well, how am I going to do that today? But um, sometimes we just have to say, okay, you know, I'm not going to let my mood determine how my day is going to go, and I really want my day to count for something. I don't want just to live for myself and live in my own bad mood, you know, and let that run over to everybody else around me. And so, you know, I want, I, I want personally want every moment of my life to glorify God, and I'm not very good at doing that on my own. But if, if I really do say, okay, this is how I feel, but this is where the joy comes from, then that's, that's what I'm going to base my day on.
2: You know, it's encouraging to listen to you do this. I love hearing from other people how God's Word affects them how they react to God's word because you know the bible says it's living and active and it is it's being it's working out its truths in your life and that's just very encouraging yeah
0: yeah thank you for sharing this with us too i think as we wrap things up here, I was kind of pulling together some thoughts about what you've shared with us and it sounds like a good takeaway point from this is that while this may not be a tool that everyone wants to use, it can be an outstanding way for us to spend some time in deep reflection on Scripture and have both a way that it helps us to keep Scripture at the forefront of our mind, um, just coming back to us maybe in a way more powerful than if we just simply read through it. Um, but then it also is, is a great tool for helping us to apply God's Word to our lives, both our, our current daily life, what we're experiencing today, and, and as you brought out, even a way to process um, things from the past too. So I just I appreciate you being willing to to share your experience with us.
1: Yeah, maybe it will help make things fresh again for people.
0: Yeah, that's beautiful. Julie, Sue, thank you so much for joining us today, and, uh, and we'd encourage you listening to give this a try and see what uh, reacting to the Psalms and putting them in your own words with your own thoughts and how they uh, bring light to your life through the lens of Scripture and see what that does for you this week. Thank you.